Welcome to the It's a Hustle podcast. I am your host. We already played that before. We'll work that in. Thank you, though. <laughs> Our guest and theme song hummer today uh, is my dear friend, back again for the second time, Michael Barker. Michael, welcome. Thank you. You're, you've been doing this for like a month, and now you're cycling through guests again. Well, no, I've been doing this for, you know, I've been recording for months and months. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, I invite a lot of my favorite guests back multiple times, and you as well. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I am the number one downloaded It's a Hustle podcast. Uh, I mean, no, you're not the number one, uh, but you were the, the top from your week, the week that you oh, aired. okay, I got it. You were the top, right. and, you know, I... You're in the hunt. <laughs> You're in the hunt. You're, don't get a big head over it. You're probably only like 20 listens below our top. All right. All right. I'm that being say, said, our max, that out to family and friends. our max is not exactly a, a number that would blow you out of the water. Uh, but on that note, we are thankful for all 35 of our listeners. Thanks for listening, guys. We do appreciate it. So, uh, Michael, I, I really didn't even come up with a plan for this because, as you know, it's a very casual podcast. I think last time we talked a little bit about uh, your improv background. Uh, turned into running a theater. Right. And uh, I guess I'm curious, in your day-to-day now, like how tied in to the actual art of the Playhouse are you? Well, I I, I was at first rehearsal the other day uh, for In the Heights, which starts performances April 23rd, uh, and is, at the moment, it has had, had the number one sales day in the history of the Playhouse. So I'm just Wow. Uh, we did $42,000 in sales when it went on sale. That's incredible. Well, people like Lin-Manuel Miranda. The, 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 he's a guy. Yeah. The Hamilton guy. Um, no, but, I know that. I'm not yeah, totally yeah. ignorant. No, he wrote, wrote Moana, a couple other things. Oh, he did? Yeah. I didn't know that. He sings on it. This guy is pretty impressive. Yeah. Got to get him on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> see, if you can, see if you can get him. We're tr- anyway. Um, so I was at, <laughs> but I was at first rehearsal, but what I did at first rehearsal is I welcomed everybody. Yeah. And I just said thanks for thanks for being here. So I didn't, you know, I wasn't warming people up or teaching them the music. But or, I bet that inspired a lot of them. It's, I mean, it's it, like like a lot of stuff in my life. It's it's like political. Yeah. Because I I was literally I wasn't there for the whole day. I was just there for the first, I don't know, fifteen minutes. Yeah. I signed a couple of things. I said hello, and then I went and did the other stuff in New York. Uh, but. I mean, I, what I what I was there for was to be the face of the playhouse for them and be excited about the show, which I am. Yeah, uh, and uh, that's that's. But that's essentially. I actually got a text from somebody who said, "Oh, do you know this person? I think they're in your show." And this is a longtime friend of mine, and it's a DC actor that that we hired. Um, and I didn't know. I had not recognized the name. I had signed the person's contract. I essentially, I essentially signed their paycheck, and I I don't bother with actor names because I don't see them a lot. It's not a lot of what I do. I mean, I'll go to the show, but I don't. I don't sit in the rehearsal room and get to know people. Yeah, it's just not my job. How so? Do you feel kind of out of the art side of it in your role? Sometimes, yeah, and that's kind of a downside. Uh, when I was a general manager, um, you're closer to it because you're constantly kind of in and out of that world. But when did you move from general manager to executive director? Uh, when I when I went to Northern California, so it's been like, I don't know. Six or eight years. Oh wow! Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So it was my la- this this job, my last job. Um, now, do you get to determine in your role now 
what kind of plays are at the Playhouse? Yeah, well, so I have an artistic director partner, Mark Lamos, who is theater famous, not real famous. Um, but it's he's like <laughs> we should the, get him on the pod. Mark would love to be on the pod. He loves to be adored, um, which is not a slight on Mark. It's just it's who doesn't a, it's love to be adored, and I adore all our guests. Um, but I, I have I have this partner. He's a, a sort of a titan of of the regional theater field, and so I, I do defer to him a lot. Um, but I am in season planning meetings. I do express my opinions. Um, Mostly I, in those meetings, even, uh, well, when I fall in love with something, and Mark and I fell in love with this one play called Malima's Tale that we're going to do later in the season, then we just sort of say, we're going to make this work. Most of the time, what I end up doing is I, I sort of think of myself as a stand-in for the audience. Like, you know, there's this 22-character play that's an adaptation of Macbeth and it takes place in Afghanistan and it's gonna no one will come see this play it's 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 it's, it's in verse and it's terrible and if the artistic (laughs) director likes it I will tell them this is what I think will happen if we program this play so you represent in a way the audience yeah right I mean you know that that I, I think there's there's in the regional theater, particularly, there's in like museums and and that so sort of high art organizations, you you have an obligation to think of the audience, and you have have an obligation to think of them not just in terms of what they want, but in terms of what you feel you can you can provide in terms of a need, right? So it's meat and it's dessert. Yeah. So, I, I t- <laughs> meat we got plenty of, <laughs> and so I tend to be the guy that's saying, well, we need a little something oh, sweet man, on the side. That's great. You know, we you need, know? Let's, let's I'm, think I'm about the, about let's the think about the musical. Guy. Let's think about a comedy. Right? All about the dessert guy. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, and here are my and dogs. dogs. Yep, just, just another professional podcast <laughs> being taped in my sunroom. <laughs> oh, hey, now there's a dog up. on the actual couch with us. That's, that's nice. <laughs> oh, and oh. there goes the weed. <laughs> so, not, so not only did your wife break your bong, she <laughs> broke your podcast. Yeah, the podcast, this whole night's going to shit. If she comes to this movie with us, we're really screwed. It's really going to be terrible with the, <laughs> with the lady superhero. <laughs> we're going to see Captain Marvel shortly, and uh, maybe we'll do another pod about that after. Let you know what we it'll think. Be the, it'll be the review. <laughs> well, let me ask you. So, you know, you have the Playhouse. I'm sure you see all the productions there. Yeah, um, that is literally part of the job. Yeah, so to. which which I'm sure is a nice part of it. Yeah, but when you're looking for other outlets, you know, do you find yourself desiring to see more theater? Do you go out to other performances for purposes other than research? Um, like, what would you go to see to enjoy entertainment wise? Well, I I love I do love going to plays, and actually a lot of the time I I will go because I want to see it. Uh, most I think most of the time I'm going because we're checking it out or you know I think it might be good for us um, but uh, you know I, I, I still write I have a, a writing partner that uh, lives out in California so I still write some uh, I didn't know you a, were writing yeah I mean it's less since I've gotten here because this is a bigger job than I've had so it's, it takes up a ton of my time yeah uh, so you, for me writing I have to be in a there are your dogs again. Yeah, I have, dogs to, be, are have back. to be in a mindset to sort of be mentally prepared to do that. And working with a partner, you know, it's it particularly long distance. He's a, a radio photographer, and so it's which is the guy that takes the X-rays in the in the in the hospital. So he has a very time intensive. You said a radio life. photographer. Radio photographer. He's not is a that, radiologist. What's he's the difference the radi- between? He's not a doctor. Not a doctor. He's the guy that actually takes the photos. Like a technician. And just, just exposes himself to radiation on a regular oh. basis. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm never convinced when they put those 
like lead vests on you. Like they don't cover the whole thing. Oh no, it's total bullshit. Like it's one hundred percent right. They're just za- they're just it's zapping the least you sperm. believable thing that happens. I, well, uh, it's but it's heavy. It's so you're heavy. like, oh, you're like, oh, well, this must mean something. But it doesn't cover everything, and there's nothing over your face. <laughs> And I feel like there's a lot of important things that happen behind my face. Like your eyes and your brain. Yeah. Your, yeah. Like, you know, I, very frightening. Well, J- oh, so Jason is a, is a radio photographer. Um, and so he has, And we'll miss him. Yeah, yes. I know. Well, I don't think he's having kids. So. Um, well, that, that's an upside. Yeah. So it's, it's like the cheapest vasectomy. Um, but so I, Other I do, than I do, do that. But again, I mean, we talked about this a little bit last time. It's not it's not central to my identity. Yeah. Um, in a way that it was in my twenties. Well, what are you writing right now? Uh, so we have. Well, we're working on a couple of things. The the thing, and nobody, this is copyrighted. So, um, it, it, we're we're working on a, a a pilot that is about a uh, a guy who, with his wife, founds a church to make money. Oh, so right. he founds a church. Yeah, I sort of, <laughs> sort of, as it was coming out of my mouth, I sort of knew that would be the response. But uh, yeah, but it's it literally just uh, without without Is this any a drama. Any, uh, yeah, it's drama, yeah, but without any, without any sort of sense of of actually being you know talking to God or whatever. Just whatever. total bullshit. Just a total bullshit thing. So he's Joel Austin. I mean, more or less, yeah. And we actually, I mean, you know, I've, re- I've read up on Jill Osteen. I've read up on uh, Billy Graham, particularly Billy Graham Jr., who's a total piece of shit. Um, and there is this whole thing that's like, it's like this open secret about these guys who just enrich themselves. Oh, yeah. In Did Bay. you see the uh, the John Oliver last week tonight thing on, uh, on churches and... Uh he actually created his own church. Oh yeah, no, I did see that. It's a it's a great episode. That. If you haven't checked it out, uh, check it out. But uh, yeah, get churches for the most part are uh, fake and taking advantage of you. Well, I mean, you for know, the most part, I said. Uh, I, I think I think a lot of these I think these mega churches certainly I think the evangelical movement has a whole lot of problems. But you know, I think there are, and again, I'd Catholics are kind of crushing it lately. Catholics are having a hard time. We actually had speaking of the playhouse, um, we had a trip to the Vatican. That this was like in our, our auction, our gala auction, and you could you got a tour from the Italian ambassador to the Vatican, right? It's like this once in a lifetime sort of. I mean, and I'm Episcopalian, but like incredible experience. Yeah, and nobody bid on it. <laughs> because, oh my and God. I and I we actually had lined up a couple of bidders who were Catholic, and both of them were like, "Yeah, pass," because it's like not going well now. So I'm when you have, I mean, you have people who, I mean, these are people who have money too and want to give it. There's to us. people still going to church, still yeah. donating money. Uh, That's it's tough. <laughs> it's baffling to me. It's I tough. don't, I don't fully understand it myself. But well, you uh, didn't understand it even when it was going well. You know, that said, I have my addictions as well, so I could be more understanding about this, I suppose. Your opiates of the masses. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it is right. You know, I don't think that's. You know, we're not, I mean, we're not unveiling anything here. It's the closest thing to atheists that you can get and still be in a religion. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I get it. I, there's a lot of doubt in my church. There's a lot of like, ah, it could be. I'm good with that. I mean, yeah. there should be doubt, right? Like, well, there's of no, course there should be. You know, I don't believe in God, but I also believe that I could be wrong. Like, yeah, it could come you know, up. I've been wrong before. De- deathbed conversion. Would not be the first, you know, I mean, it seems like a safe move, right? It's there's like no co- downside. Cover your bases. Right? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's basically just like playing roulette and putting a dollar on every uh, number. I mean, yeah, right. You, so you play, you're playing the whole board. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like if you just put everything on black, what if it came down red? This is literally your last roll. Well, look, uh, Michael. I you know we've gotten a little off track, but that's fine. You know because we have you know always an opportunity to have you back, of course. But uh, where what should people come check out at the uh, Playhouse? Oh man, in the Heights. In it's, the Heights. Uh, What's the run? So it's, it's April twenty third through I want to say May sixth, whatever that whatever that Saturday is. I'm gonna I'm gonna leak it right here on It's a Hustle. Oh my um, gosh! Exclusives, I think, guys. I think it will probably extend for another week. Oh, that's good because it's been the, the the market for tickets has been pretty bullish. That's good to hear. Uh, because but don't it also, but don't wait. It also kind of overlaps with the Connecticut Comedy Festival, which is April twenty fifth through twenty eighth. So oh, is, is that why we couldn't have anything at the Playhouse? That's probably why. Um, no, no way. I, I still would love it. to do something at the Playhouse, right. but uh, let's do it. Yeah, but I but I also think that our, my listeners should they should go to in the Heights, uh, but don't go during the Connecticut Comedy Festival. You should be at the Connecticut Comedy Festival during that. Maybe come to a uh, live taping of my podcast. They're not mutually exclusive. We have matinees. We you know, they're all kinds. Of, just look at the website. Go, check out the but calendar. check it out. It sounds good. I think I might yeah. want to go. Can I get like hooked up? Oh yeah, you know a guy. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Yeah. Literally, literally, call the box office and mention it's a hustle. <laughs> And, I, and, I feel and like then you listen, might be. And then listen to the box office staff go, what, what is that? I feel like you might be having fun at my expense right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should come. You well, actually, Absolutely. Um, April 27th, uh, we're doing the live taping of the podcast. Oh, I saw that. Uh, would I'm you like to come be a guest that evening? I, well, I'd love to come. We could talk about being a guest. This is in front of people. Yeah, yeah. We'll come sit on the stage and we'll do this. All right. What do you sure. say? All yeah. right, sure. All right, there you have it. April 27th, Michael Barker is now on the docket along with Paul Verzi. Come see who will be funnier. Uh, it's a toss-up. <laughs> what is a professional comic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you do all right. You're uh, you're pretty clever on Facebook. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you. Michael, I, qu- I don't quote my Facebook posts. <laughs> <laughs> it is always a pleasure to hang out with you. I'm looking forward to this movie. Uh, so we say we uh, go check it out. All right, Captain Marvel, here we come. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Peace. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the It's a Hustle podcast. Special thanks to Eric Donnelly for our theme song, to Julian Rooney for all of our editing, to Lightswitch Advisors for our website and online marketing. If you have any web or marketing needs, Lightswitch Advisors is your go-to place, to Vans for all of our footwear and apparel. And also, please come to the first ever live recording of the It's a Hustle podcast, Saturday, April 27th at 5 p.m. at the Circle Hotel in Fairfield as part of the first Connecticut Comedy Festival, April 25th through 20. Check that out at ctcomedyfestival.com. And please leave us a review. Tell your friends we appreciate your listening. Peace. Peace.